whole lot of gang shit is a whole lot of gang shit going on hey hey how you living what's cracking what's happening it's your girl lady rev and we are here with another episode of talking out the side of the neck um my voice is a little itchy so we'll do the best we can um and let me just go ahead and give a disclaimer that this episode will be a solicitation okay it is just being honest um this episode is titled nature is medicine it is it's medicine so um of course i have some notes here to guide my conversation we'll do the best we can um it's just gonna kind of free flow talk outside of the neck per usual so the notes i have here is water is healing um being in nature occasionally to treat the body and soul uh no phones or tech when you do that okay boom so um for one uh and this is just stuff that i've learned through time and experience as well as um just like what i feel when i'm in nature so i do you know i do feel like once you tap into your truest self and you start to tap into your own power then um your spiritual gifts will be revealed to you as well uh, me personally, I know that my spiritual gift is my attachment to nature. So before I knew what I was doing, I used to say like the, the trees talk to me. I hear them gossiping and, you know, I used to always like write little metaphors in my poems or say stuff to people like, you know, I can hear the wind and stuff like that. So before I started studying and found affirmation in my studies, I just kind of thought I was a little bit tripping. I thought I was a little bit crazy, and I know other people thought I was crazy for sure, because I used to really, like, when I was younger, bro, I used to have, like, whole sciences to break down how I felt like spirits and souls and earth and stuff was re um, responding and reacting with each other, and I know that shit probably sounded extremely crazy back then, but for me, now that I know what I know, I feel like, damn, I was just on the brink of some shit that I just didn't even know I was on the brink of, like, I was going in the right direction, is my overall point, and so, boom. Um, there is a chemical exchange between us and nature, like just grass and trees and stuff like that. Like we're literally exchanging chemicals with each other that each of us need, um, to flourish. So when you go outside and like pure nature, like grass and trees and wind and air, you know what I'm saying? There is an exchange that's happening between your body and those elements. Um, for folks who live in industrial societies or in cities, urban areas is what they want to call them. To me, that's a racist term, so I would prefer not to call it that. Um, but you know what I'm saying? What I'm basically trying to get at is they have flooded us with so much technology, um, so much concrete, um, you know, kind of really making us turn away from our natural connections to the earth um, that a lot of people don't like to be in nature no more. Or some people are afraid of nature. Um, and, you know, the propaganda you see on TV, a.k.a. the news, will always make you feel like nature is just so above and beyond and so dangerous to human experience that we shouldn't really fuck with it. Um, but that's just not true. It's really not true. Like I said, there's a, there's a divine connection between us and the earth. Um, and the more we acknowledge that connection and kind of try to get back to that connection, I believe it can be very beneficial to your mind, body, and spirit. Um, so yeah, you know, when I was younger, 
I lived in Georgia, so I, I was always outside without shoes. You know what I'm saying? I was all, I would go, we had a trampoline. I would go and sit on the trampoline and close my eyes and just listen to the birds, listen to the wind, see what I could hear and stuff like that. And to this day, I call them sensory walks. I do it at nighttime. At nighttime, I'll go for a walk. Um, I can't see very good in the dark, so I'm literally practicing my vision, practicing how good I can hear. Can I pinpoint where the sound came from? How well can I make out an image from so so many yards away and stuff like that? Like I don't know that I that, that type of shit is important to me. It's just some shit that I do. Um, now to get to the notes, so I don't fall too far off track. To get to the notes, water is healing. I do believe water, free-flowing water specifically. Um, so I'm really kind of talking about like oceans. Um, I wouldn't, I mean, I'm not gonna limit the water is healing because I feel like get you some access to some wild water and do, do some practices there and you never know what it can do for you. I personally um, enjoy like the beach or something like that, like free-flowing water that'll flow out to somewhere else. Um, so I do believe water is very healing. I believe it does carry the spirits and souls of our ancestors. Um, and most of the time I do rituals by the water where I go and pray to the water. Sometimes I'll pull tarot cards by the water. Um, and sometimes shoot, I've been in Miami <laughs> at the beach praying in the water and the water gave me a response. So, um, I do feel like water is super healing and I do feel like, uh, if you're ever in a space where you're feeling really, really down and you're kind of lost and not really sure what direction life is taking you in or something like that, go get you to go get to some water. Get to some water. I'm hella cold, y'all. I'm waiting for this house to heat up. Um, but yeah, get to some water and release, release, release. Um, I have a practice at the water where I go and I bring some tarot. I bring... A notebook and I write letters out to like what I'm trying to release out to the ancestors I pull cards for guidance and then we go to the water and we release that um, and I swear it's, it's just super healing is it feels really really good I've done this ritual with different people um, each of them have enjoyed it um, most of the time I do the ritual alone though because it's really about me releasing um, but sometimes I feel called to bring folks with me you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I like, I talk to people and I'm like, hey, do you want to go to the water with me? I think you should go to the water with me. So yeah, if you can get to some water, get to some water. Um, to the next note, being in nature occasionally. So yeah, like I said, all this city shit, all this technology shit, all this, all of this distraction shit that keeps us from our divine connection to the earth, right? If you are afraid of nature, I'm not gonna push you dumbass hard to just jump out, be in nature, and all of a sudden you're a fucking hiker or you're a fucking backpacker. I'm not asking you to do no shit like that. I want you to start making baby steps though. You know what I'm saying? Make baby steps into reconnecting yourself to the earth. Um, our earth is dying, son. Our earth, I honestly feel like, uh, a lot of the so-called natural disasters, because I'm not sure how natural they are, but I do feel like the earth is retaliating because of how it's been treating, I mean, being treated by us. Um, and not all of us, because not all of us are a part of the problem, but um, I do think we should be mindful. I think we take for granted the earth. We take for granted what the earth has given us, um, the life 
that it has sustained for us. Um, quite frankly, the, pro the possibilities and hope that it has provided to us has been taken in vain. Um, motherfuckers be littering. I am not a litterer. I fucking hate that shit. I lock my windows, my doors, all of that shit. If you think you're gonna throw some shit out my window, you got me fucked up. I don't like that shit. Um, it's just disrespectful, bro. Like, how would you feel if somebody came in your house and dropped some trash on your floor and walked away? Like, that's how I see it. Like, the earth is our house. We should treat it accordingly. Like, um, you know? Even animals, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, animals shit and piss on the ground and stuff, but like it all decomposes and goes back to the earth and, and it can be used for the earth to grow more. You know what I'm saying? But the trash doesn't do that. Us throwing trash in the ground does not do that. And quite frankly, on some hood shit, I see that as a ownership type shit. You know what I'm saying? This how I know motherfuckers don't own their hoods. Because if you owned your hood, why would you like your shit to look like that? Why would you want all that trash built up? I, I don't know. I just I think it's disgusting. I'm just being honest. It's it's disgusting. To me, it's it's low vibration shit. You ain't got no fucking character, no morals, no none of that shit. If you think littering is cool, and a lot of people don't think it's that big of a deal, but when the earth retaliates or when it starts to die, then you can uh we can revisit that and you can tell me how serious or not it is. Um, but yeah, stop all that littering shit and just be accountable for yourself. Be accountable for people around you if you can. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to litter and I'm not going to let nobody litter in my presence. Like, and people who know me, they know I'm going to say something. I have a phrase, every time you litter, you kill a baby. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but it gets people's attention enough to stop and think about like, what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah. Yeah, so I used to be like, yeah, every time you litter, you kill a baby because when you litter, you put toxins into the air. And when you put them toxins into the air, some women are drink are breathing in that toxin and then they boom, they're infertile. Or boom, you might kill a fetus. No, it ain't no real fucking science behind that shit, but I just want to... It's a shock and awe effect type shit. Shock and awe. Like, God damn, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Just, just enough to slow people down and make them think a little bit. That's really the point of it. But yeah, so please... Get the fuck out of here with that litter and shit. Please, please put it in a trash can. Put it in your pocket. Carry a bag with you to put it in or something. Like, I literally will put some shit in my book bag until I can get to a trash can. And then I will throw it away. Um, being a good person does not have any other requirements. Well, I'm not going to say being a good person because that's up to you to decide. But I'll say your duty to the planet won't be observed by anyone but you. So, be mindful of how you treat your planet. Now, boom. Back to my point. I was getting, I keep getting sidetracked because this, like I said, this is a solicitation. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, if you're not typically a nature motherfucker, I would encourage you to start dibble dabbling in that. Um, maybe start taking more trips to the river or to the lake or to the beach. Um, maybe start going on really small hikes or start visiting parks, you know, see if you can find parks. Um, you know, most parks are, you know, not natural or whatever, but you know, that's a, that's just a start though. You know what I'm saying? It's just a start. The point is being out in, in nature, um, in raw nature and the more comfortable, more you build your comfortability around it, the more you can expand that and start dibble dabbling in other things. Um, there is so much beauty in the natural earth. 
Um, and we don't get to experience that all the time. So allow yourself to experience it some. Um, I recently went to the Grand Canyon, I think last year. Yo, that shit was beautiful. It was beautiful. And yeah, I took pics and shit, but the pics don't even do it justice. Like you need to see that shit for yourself. You have to see that in person. It's so grand, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, I had to take earth science in college cause I, I just had to pass that fucking GE requirement, bro. That shit was so hard, but I took earth science and you know, they taught us about the different layers of rock and you know, the, the oldest layers at the bottom. So kind of showing you how rock can change and deteriorate and respond to its environment and water and whoop do whoop. So seeing the Grand Canyon just made all that shit relevant to me. You know what I'm saying? It made it super relevant. And then it even like seeing it in person made me feel like I had a whole nother theory about how the Grand Canyon could have could have um, been created in the first place. I actually feel like that shit was probably all underwater at one point and the water slowly kind of evaporated or went into other places. And this is why the Grand Canyon looks how it looks. Cause the way it's like, the way those rocks are shaped and formed you know, the, 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 what they taught us in, in elementary or whatever is that originally before all the continents shifted, it was all one big piece, right? And the world was predominantly water. And then some shit happened where those, well, that shit started shifting and the pieces broke off. And that's how we got all these different continents. Um, and then the water spread between that as well. So I don't know. Seeing the Grand Canyon, to me, brought all of that shit in perspective. Like, it definitely made me think, like, oh, that could be some real science. <laughs> um, and there's nothing like experiencing that type of shit for yourself. It's really not. So, yeah, I just want to encourage you. Um, the reason I said no phones or tech is because it's just a distraction. It's a distraction. Like if you know how to like take your couple pictures and then get back into the space and just enjoy and be present in the moment, then hats off to you. I applaud that. Hell yeah. Do your thing. But if you one of the motherfuckers that's going to end up like this, if you're going to end up like just consistently on the fucking phone then you shouldn't have the goddamn phone bring you a kodak okay y'all don't remember it's a kodak moment you know what i'm saying bring a regular ass polaroid that you could just snap and then go through get those pictures printed out later i used to think there was something um real artsy about that too i used to take hella polaroids in college my whole apartment like my room in my apartment my whole wall was covered in polaroids that i had collected over years I mean, I still have those Polaroids. Um, but yeah, just like, you know, I guess my overall point is find ways to reignite your connection to the earth. Um, and as you heal and you start to learn yourself and own yourself, that connection to the earth can lead you to your spiritual gift. And once you are able to identify what your spiritual gift is, then you can start to master it and master it, not just for yourself, but for others too. Um, I always mention for others because we're not, I'm not saying that we're living for other motherfuckers or that we're, we're responsible for other motherfuckers. But as you start to elevate and heal and whatnot, like it's just, it's just going to happen automatically. It's just going to happen automatically. It comes with the territory. 
Um, and then you, it's up to you to create like boundaries and shit. So people aren't trying to feed off your shit too much and people aren't using you in that way. Um, but it's going to be inevitable, inevitable that people are drawn to the energy. Cause you got a trip. Like it's a lot of dead people out here. They are looking for a life source. It's, it's literally like the concept of zombies. Like any type of living creature, the zombies see, they trying to eat that shit cause they need a life source. That's how this is. Like these dead unhealed people, ooh, excuse me. These dead and unhealed people need an energy life source um, to feel alive again, to feel reconnected, to feel accepted, all of those different things. And that's not your responsibility, but if it comes, you need to know how to deal with it. You need to know how to deal with it in productive, progressive ways. We, it doesn't, the aggressive shit and the like, nah, fuck that. That's low energy. That's low vibration shit. We're not doing that. And we're more so protecting ourselves so we do not regress tremendously. You know what I'm saying? You don't want a motherfucker to bring you all the way back, making you feel like you're starting at step zero. Um, so that is the bulk of what I wanted to say. Um, thinking, keeping it short and simple today. Um, I'm trying to make sure there's nothing else in my head. Oh, last thing I'll say. As you're doing your beginning phases of nature, take your shoes off in some grass. Take your shoes off, lay in some grass. I used to work out barefooted in the park. That was a thing for me too. Um, just, just reconnect in that way. Um, it is actually bad on our bones to run on concrete the type of tension that your body experiences from running on that hard surface isn't natural to the body. And so um, it's not the same thing as like running in grass. It's damn sure not the same thing as running in sand or dirt. You know what I'm saying? So just be mindful of that. Anything that the humans have created, most of the time is counterproductive to the earth. All bullshit aside, it is. And so just be mindful about your contribution do what little you can do. So like, try not to litter. Um, don't be throwing bad shit outside. You know what I'm saying? Um, being mindful of how much like bad shit you put into the atmosphere, energy included. Like if you're being pessimistic, that negative energy will feed into the atmosphere too. And um, something I, another thing I had learned is like, it doesn't matter where you are on the planet. Though it might take time, everything circulates around the planet. So if the U.S. has polluted air, which we definitely do, um, so it's concentrated in certain areas, that air will eventually get to China. And then if whatever's in China will eventually get to us, like, and so on and so forth, it's all filtering around. It just takes time to all filter around. So be mindful of your contribution. All right, y'all. That's it. Be easy. Stay breezy. Don't get kidnapped by no white peasies. <laughs>